At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Michael's back. We welcome you back here. Hour two. So Lombardi line presented by bet MGM. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VEASAN studios here at the South point. Couple of things. I want to get into some of the football stories that we missed to get your take uh, on while you were gone here. Uh, but I, I'm sure you saw it today. Huge news over at Circa sports circa millions three mm, yeah. wait is over and they're going to hand out a 4 million guaranteed a million dollars to first place. If you place like one through 25, you get paid. Last place gets 100,000 quarterly payouts. Derek Stevens and the crew at Circa, Michael, they're back and bigger than ever. I love it. I can't wait. I love it. I, you know, it's a great opportunity and, you know, it's a great contest and uh, I'm happy to see that they've increased it. I mean, it was last year. Remember at this time they were struggling to get uh, whether they were going to make their quota, make their numbers. And they did finally down the stretch and I'm excited to see it. So I'm looking forward to it. 10 million guaranteed in prizes again, no rake. This is just what's first place is first place is 4 million. First place. First place is a million. Is a million dollars guaranteed. 
Uh, there you see it. Last year was a guarantee of three million. This year they're guaranteeing four. Pardon me. Uh, added twenty five k to the Got quarterly it. prizes, and then also the booby prize. The worst record gets a hundred thousand dollars, which is pretty cool. Uh, but additional million. My bad. I said one through twenty five. Additional million from second place through fiftieth. So it's going to be worth your while for a thousand dollars to get involved because if you place top fifty, you're getting paid a million dollars to the first place finisher of circa million three here there you go we got to do it Patrick well, I, well my question is if you if, if two years ago when you were hitting at a 70 plus percent clip that's going to put you in the running for even a contest like this which you have to go on a crazy heater um, my guess uh, my question for you is why aren't you why isn't there a Lombardi team why aren't you doing this you could win this <laughs> I've thought about it you know I haven't really I, we've talked to a couple people I've talked to a couple people about it I, I I think this year it'll be better because I think we have better numbers this year I think last year a lot of the problems were that no home field what's going on reading too much into the noise Daniel Kahneman just wrote a book I, I'm gonna get it on on Saturday and the book's called Noise, and Daniel Kahneman is a, is a Nobel Peace Prize winner, Nobel Prize winner uh, on a lot of this stuff that he did, Thinking Fast and Slow, the book that he wrote. But, you know, we kid Josh about steam all the time, and we kid about all these things that happens in the betting market. And I do think there's, when you're in this kind of contest, noise is the biggest, your biggest opponent. Noise is your biggest opponent because if you can just focus and stay within the numbers and not listen to where steam's going or who the sharps like, even though we don't know who they are, they're in Des Moines in a basement, you know, and I think that 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 really is going to play. So what I would recommend everybody doing is if you're going to get in this contest is buy Daniel Kahneman's book Noise. Read that before you enter into this. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to make a decision on what I think I should do based on that. All right. So again, the Survivor contest as well, along with the Survivor one, doesn't interest me as much because I mean I think that like Ahmad has his all the way out. To th I couldn't do that, you know. Uh, and I, I think like the 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 Survivor the first month of September would be dangerous, right? I think you should, you know, you you know, last year a lot of people took Indianapolis to beat Jacksonville, and that fell apart for him. So. That one's what the survivors three. What does we get last year? Guaranteed a million. This, this year, year guaranteed six million dollars oh guaranteed. This isn't. Yeah. Go I mean, ahead. Explain it to me. Explain it. Go ahead. That last year they guaranteed a mill. This year guaranteeing six million contestants can purchase up to six entries. Um, I, I don't know the actual parsing of the cash, but it's a lot. I mean, they they essentially they five X'd it. Uh, like I, Stevens had a good Derek Stevens and Circa. Here's what I do know: they had a good pandemic because they're coming back yeah. bigger and better than ever. But back to uh, Circa Millions three, where a ton of money is guaranteed. You you have a you have a buddy there down the street from you. You and BB put together a team, Bill Berman, and it's you're good to go. Yeah, we could. We should do that. We get Thomas Gable in it too. We get all of us in it. We we have a conglomerate, you know, because you know when you, these are things that you have to kind of avoid and and you got to use numbers. I think you have to stay very very clinical in this and not let emotion take over. I think that's going to be the critical aspect.
Okay, there it is, Survivor and Circa Millions. It is the Lombardi line as we welcome you in on a Thursday. Good job, Steph. Good job, Ann. Of course, good job, Michael Lombardi. Yes, I call everything out. You know how I work by now. It's been two years. Let's get back into it. Michael Lombardi was on vacation in Florida. Uh, I didn't see you doing any Skypes. I didn't see you doing any Skypes or any meetings about your future, but you know your boy was hanging out in Hawaii that Aaron Rodgers hitting the happy lettuce, uh, taking some meetings. Uh, Really, really for Rodgers, and I'm just going to say. I've never heard of that before. I just kind of made it up. I'm just going to say this, and this is legit. This is all strategic. It's all about keeping in the news cycle. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's annoying. I'm sorry. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, I don't know what his beef is. Like I said on my podcast yesterday, like he's all mad at the general manager, Gutekist. I mean, like, does he really think that Gutekist runs the team? I mean, does he really think that? Like people say, well, Aaron Lombardi knows more than Aaron Rodgers knows how the organization. I know how NFL teams work. Yes, you do. <laughs> I know when you split the. I know when you split the power from the general manager who can't control who he hires as the head coach. There's somebody above you that's that's signing off on things. It's like he's signing off on who would be the running backs coach or who's going to be the O line coach. Who fired Mike Pettin? I mean, he's running it. So when you're mad about the culture and you're mad about the direction and the philosophy of the team, why are you pick it on this guy? Go to the top. Go to Murph. Murph's the guy. You know, and Murph is Murph's best friend in the league is John Mara, who runs the New York Giants. He's the president of the team. John Mara runs the team exactly the way Murph's running it. He controls it. Dave Gettleman's the general manager, but he's not doing anything. I mean, Mara wanted to draft Daniel Jones, the sixth pick overall, and I'm sure that Gettleman finally had grades good enough to get him. But at the end of the day, the guy that wants to do what he wants to do, he's sitting there in the president's office. So I don't understand where Aaron's going with this. And money can solve all these problems anyway. Then he loves the floor. Well, if he loves the floor, this is what I don't understand. If he loves the floor, how the hell can he love the floor and not tell the floor what the hell's going on? What's he mad about? Like, and then why wouldn't the floor go tell people? Like, I'm missing something here. This is the mur- this isn't murder at at, at 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 the beach. I mean, this is like seriously. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> he he simultaneously loves and hates everybody at the same. It's very weird. Here's what I would say: Why not call his bluff? Just fire Gutenkus and say Gutenkus, don't worry, we're gonna bring you back. But as soon as we fire you, he's gonna let us know that there's other things involved. I mean, it's really just about calling his bluff at this point. Again, you mentioned he's angry. He tends to be you call, angry a lot. You could call his bluff without. Fire. You could call his bluff without firing him. I mean, just say, okay, Aaron, look, he's going to be here. If you don't want to play football, that's fine. That's no problem. You're retired, and we'll expect that $30 million check back at your convenience, you know. And if you don't send it within six months, we'll send, a, you know, we'll send out an order out to start garnishing your wages or whatever the hell they want to do. I mean, you owe us the money back. It's in the contract. That's black and white. Uh, now, how we want to go from there? Great, How's that going to go? I, I don't know. Great you player. want to talk more about it? I mean, that, that's the rea- That's See, the media creates this illusion that the players have this, these incredible rights like they're in the NBA. Deshaun Watson has anything. He can do whatever he wants to do. No, he can't. No, he can't. Because the best thing that's happened to the Deshaun Watson situation is Deshaun deciding to hold out. Because now he doesn't force Houston's hand at any bit. He doesn't force their hand. He doesn't force the league's hand which is even more uh, problematic, right? The league doesn't know what to do with this case. It hasn't gone to court. Who's innocent? Who's guilty? 22 people are testifying against Watson. They're all in a civil suit. How does the league want to handle that? We don't know. But if he doesn't come in and report, they don't have to. 
Now, what is he doing? He thinks he's really doing something smart by holding out. All he's doing is forcing the, the Texans to give, say, you owe us money back. Please give us the money back. Because once you don't show up when you have to be here, you're going to start paying us back. And you're doing us a favor because you weren't coming in anyway. And now we're not going to trade you because we don't know there's a variable. Anytime you make a trade or anytime you make a decision, you assume there's an inherent risk you take on, correct? You take this risk on, right? When you're dealing with this situation, there is an inherent risk you take trading for Deshaun Watson. And then there's one that is above and beyond the inherent risk. You don't know where this thing's going. So how can you take that on? If, you, if the trade falls through like the Paul George trade fell through for the Clippers, let's be real honest here, right? The Clippers can't sit there in their offices and say we made a great trade. But they took an inherent risk. But there was no outside conditions in that inherent risk. So they did it, and they made a mistake. They move on. There is one in the Watson case. So how can you trade for him? How can you sit there and say, okay, we're going to assume the risk? Well, the risk is here. Well, but what happens with the risk outside here? And that's why he's doing them a favor by not showing up because they don't have to worry about anything. You know, I listened to Tim Duncan talk about it. This is the remarkable thing. When Tim Duncan was a when, – when Greg Popovich took over as the head coach of the San Antonio Spurs, he flew to the Bahamas wherever Tim Duncan lived. To Puerto Rico. I don't know where his hometown was, but it was an island. And he went down there and he met with his dad. His mom had been deceased. He met with his dad. He talked to him and told him about what he's going to do. No one from the Texans has reached out to Deshaun Watson. I mean, Nick Cesario hasn't gone and talked to Deshaun Watson yet. Like, that's a mistake. you got to go do that. You know, Popovich went and talked to Duncan, talked to his dad, talked to the people in the community. He wanted this kid to make him feel aware. This is the perfect time for Nick to do it. Get on an airplane. Go meet with the kid. Go meet with the kid's mother. If the kid won't meet you, meet with the mother. Find out what's going on. Let's get to the bottom of this. And use the lack of communication in Green Bay as another example as to how to approach. I mean, it, it appears, and who knows, maybe there's always something with Rodgers, but it appears if the communication and the respect, and we use that word, whatever it means at this point, was up to snuff. It's just a ponderous, right now it's just exhausting. What is next for Rodgers? Just to go back quickly, like, is there a date? Would you expect something to be happening anytime soon? Like, what's next? No, I mean, the next is he's going to come to camp. I mean, that's really what it all comes down to. Are you coming to camp or not? Well, if a camp's on Oahu, I mean, then he'll, he'll show up, but he ain't coming back. Uh, well, I mean, he, if he doesn't go to minicamp, he can get fined. But he can't lose any of his checks. If he doesn't show up for training camp, then he starts getting fined. And if he starts missing games, he misses checks. Not paychecks. He's got to start sending money back to them. It's one thing. Say you're making... Say you make $17 million a year, and Rodgers makes more than that. Every game you get paid a million dollars, okay? So when you miss a, a game, you miss that million dollars, okay? So you lose that money. But say you got a $17 million signing bonus over, over, th- over three years. So one, that signing bonus gets broken down into 16 times three, okay? 16 times three. And then that prorates over the length of the contract. So every game he misses, that proration, he has to pay back. You follow me? Mm-hmm. So he misses a game check. And then so he's got 16 games. So, he say, so he's got these 16 games per season. And then he's got, you know, times three. That spreads the bonus out over three years. And every game he misses, he owes that team that money back. What a pain. <laughs> so he's losing a million. Plus he's got to pay money back. So that, that's a hard check to write. 
I mean, Le'Veon Bell just walked away from the $14 million, right. you know, and still thinks he did the right thing, even though he could never make it up. And we've got idiots out there saying he did the right thing, too. They're just not very good at math, the people that say that. They're not very good at math, right? You know, because you can't make up money you never you you, did, you left on the table. But stroking the check so, is harder. You know, it's it's harder to stroke the check and give. That's it back. right. That's that's, that's right. Life. You got to give it back. Yeah, that's right. You got to you got to go into your account and you've got to write the full check back to them. Which includes, you know, they send you the check they took taxes out. You got to write them the check back. Good luck. Just, you got to have a lot of money in your account. Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's a big. But by the way, uh, there are reports out of um, OTAs that Jordan Love has shown signs of progress. So maybe no concerns with your buddy Aaron Rodgers. I don't believe anything out of OT. I don't believe anything out of OTAs. I mean, uh, two of two is great now. Did you read this lately? Oh, He's good now. Everything he yeah. didn't know that he didn't know the playbook that. last year. Yeah. He didn't know the playbook. His hip wasn't right, even though I kept saying his hip wasn't right, and everybody told me I was crazy. Now he says his hip wasn't right. It feels ten times better. Great, great. I don't believe anything out of minicamps. I really don't. I, I think you have to temper it until you see it on the field, until you see it in live action with the game going on. I'm sure MVP Mitch looks wonderful in Buffalo this time of the year. <laughs> just, I do. Yeah, I'm sure. There's going to be a great story, too, about the, the rebirth of MVP Mitch. Oh, the off-season stories are always just the narratives insane. You knew the best. you knew that Tua the, the, there was going to be something the, ailing him that we we're going to find out that is all good now. Oh, of course. Of course. It's just like you could write it down. You know, you could write it down. I mean, it's just a, it's a narrative, exactly what you call it. It's just a PR spin. And look, Tua's got Lee Steinberg. Lee could, Lee is very good at PR spin. I mean, he's great at it. I mean, look, he convinced people to take a guy with with an injury, the fourth pick overall in the draft. Oh, I actually did see a big story that I thought would interest you. It's close to you there with the Eagles. Did you see da- David Caldwell has signed on as a personnel exec? He just, David Blaine Love Caldwell, it. he just keeps on reappearing. He appeared. Good luck. Yeah, there he is. It's perfect. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure he'll learn a lot. I'm sure he'll help him with team building. I think there's no doubt. Yeah. I think there's no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I think it's great. You know, he gets back in the league. You know, it, it pays to be, you know, one thing what people don't understand. Walsh told me this in 1984. This is not the league of the best and the brightest. It's the league of the most politically connected. And I think that proves itself out. I, I need to say no more than that. I just saw this, and you tell me if you think there's some merit to this, that the Falcons had an offer um, of a first-round draft pick for Julio. Is that kind of what we're talking about as far as expense for Julio? I can't. If they had a one for Julio, why didn't they take it? I know. That doesn't make it sense. Do they think they're going to get more than a one? He's 32 years old. He has durability issues. You've got – there's no long range. So, okay, if I give you a one – all right, let's walk through this. A one is a five-year contract. Let's keep the names out of it. A one's a five-year contract. So I'm giving you a one. I'm giving you a player who's going to play at least five years, maybe four, okay, depending on how well you hit with the pick. So I get four years out of them. And that number's going to be relatively cheap, okay? That number's going to be relative. Meanwhile, you're giving me back a 32-year-old player with durability histories who's making $47 million over the next three years. Where does that balance? Where does that, how does that, how does that, mm. like that doesn't balance. Now, if I said I was going to give you a three and maybe I'll give you a two a year from now based on performance, based, okay, I get some of that. But to just cough up a one and say, oh, because it's Julio? Like pe- these are people that are making trades that have never made trades when they suggest this. 
Atlanta has asked teams that have inquired. So here's the thing. Atlanta has discussed several offers, uh, including an offer of a future first-round draft pick. Uh, This is according to ESPN's Diana Rossini. Atlanta has asked teams that have inquired for Jones for a first-round pick in return. I, I, I was shocked to see that price, to be honest with you. And it sounds like you were. How is that even a story? How is that even a story? Like, seriously, wouldn't you? I mean, if you, I mean, Patrick, I would ask for four number ones to trade before I trade. You know, like, what you ask for and what you get are two different things. Like, I mean, that, that all of a sudden that becomes a story? Seriously. I mean, I know we're in a dead period, but of course they're, they're going to probably ask for two ones or two twos. How, does that make any sense? Mm-mm. I mean, we know what San Francisco was asking for a one for Jimmy Garoppolo. Of course they're going to ask for a one for Jimmy Garoppolo. They have no leverage to do it, but they're going to ask for it. Why wouldn't you? It's like, you know, you go into a store, they put a price tag on. They're asking you to pay that price. I mean, it makes no sense that people buy it. We report it like it's news. Is there anything that you can think of top of mind while you were gone here just for a little under a week in, in as far as the NFL that you've heard that you'd like to pass along anything, uh, maybe some, dirt I mean, you I, got for I've me? talked to a lot of people. I talked to a lot of people about Julio and I mean, people are like, look, it, you know, we'd like to have Julio, but he's 32 years old. And he makes a ton of money. Right. Like that. That's not usually the business people are in. And, you know, and I've heard Atlanta's asking for, you know, a huge haul in return. They're being unrealistic. That's why he hasn't been traded. Why do you think he hasn't been traded? Like the secret, like what happened on Fox TV when, when, when Shannon called him really wasn't news that he doesn't want to be there and they don't want to. How is that news? Everybody knew that. We all knew he wanted it. it was everybody remember the story that the Patriots were trading up to three with the four to Atlanta and Julio was going to be involved in that. I mean, come on. We've heard that Julio's going to get traded for two months now. Nobody's surprised, but that's not the news. The news is when they actually do trade him. That's when the news and where he does go and how they work it and how they feel like they can for, they can put this player into their team for the next two seasons. And DraftKings has the number set with the Patriots as your betting favorite at four to one. The Falcons and Raiders tied as your second betting favorites for Julio Jones' services at five to one. The Chargers six to one. Ravens seven to one. Let's close it out. The Colts seven to one. The Jags eight to one. The 49ers eight to one. And the Titans eight to one. So uh, I guess uh, unless there's something you know that I don't, I'd be interested to see if the Patriots would take on that contract, which go- extends over the next three years. Like I said, I think that the, basically the Patriots, until they can get their hand, until the deal favors them, where they're giving up not a huge asset to take on a huge contract and a player who's got durability issues, and they can rework the contract, it doesn't make it doesn't fit the profile of how the rave, the the Patriots have behaved. It just doesn't fit that profile. You know, it just doesn't fit the profile. Yeah, that's what I would say. It was just if they would have some sort of control after this year, maybe or some sort of say, but I mean, he's under contract. So, and injuries are right. And, and he's going to have to give, he's going to have to give something back to the team that wants him. you know? And, and the team that wants him has got to be able to say, okay, here's what we expect out of you. I mean, look, he's a really good player. He's put tremendous numbers out there, but we do know that he has had durability issues staying on the field. Those are concerns. You know, the, the, this is not fantasy football. We're playing. This is a legitimate business. Yep. 
It's an issue. I mean, listen, as far as yards per game, what is, what is he, first all-time at 95, 96? I mean, he's a great player, but he's 32, and we see oftentimes the, the, the decline happens rapidly right around that age. I mean, running backs, you can look at the charts, and you know this better than anybody, Michael. Once they hit 30, it's pretty much over. There's going to be anomalies, but it's pretty much over. Wide receiver's a little bit older than that, but when they hit it, they hit that wall. We'll come back. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and you know what? There's no getting it back either. They can't get it back. We'd like to all get it back, but we can't. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more NFL and get into those three games tonight in the NBA here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
line as we welcome you back. The newlywed Josh Applebaum will join coming up in just about six minutes. Before he does, Michael, I want to get your lean on the three uh, games tonight on the wood. Give me your thought process here. We'll contrast with what Josh has got going on a little bit later. The Bucks are at the Heat. Obviously a must win for the Heat, but the Bucks have been bet up to one and yeah. a half on the road. I mean, the, the, look, the Bucks started out the the first game was a closer game. The second game was there was no there was nothing close about the game. Let's be real honest. And you know, Butler's got to play at a very high level. And, and I just really feel like I would I like the Heat tonight. I do. I think I think they have mental toughness, Patrick. And I do think they can can bounce back. And I think they're going to have to. Uh, you know, when you look at this, and when you look at them, I mean, typically the the head to head in these two games, uh, you know, they've been five and five over the last ten games. And I think where Miami's got to do a much better job is defensively. They've got to find a way to to play better defense. They lost in overtime by two in the first game. That was the style and pace they need to play. It was 109-107 in overtime. You know, when they get into this 132-98 kind of game, that's not who they are. They got to go back to their identity and try to play that way in order to be able to control the pace of the game, and I think they will at home. Yeah, and you would think there's a certain level of embarrassment. I mean, frankly, uh, it, whether they win the series or not, the Heat come back home after getting 132 points dropped on them. You have to think. We, I know I joked about the Heat culture, but there's got to be some pride, and they've got to be embarrassed. Yeah, no, the Heat haven't been a great. They're a 500 team on the road this year. They haven't been as good typically as they as they were in the past on the road. And so, you know, home they have. You know, look, this is a 40 and 34 team. So they, but I thought they were peaking at the better time. I think tonight will be one of their better outings, and I think it'll be led by Butler, and I think there'll be a different mindset. You know, this is a game they've got to get. There's no margin for error. You can't come back 3-0. This is one of those where you're going to have to put it everything you have into the game, and you're going to have to stretch the minutes of some of the better players to keep you from getting out of the game. Okay, that middle game tonight is going to be in Los Angeles. Not the Clippers this time. The Lakers return home to take on the Suns. Of course, that series tied up at ones. Six and a half, seven. It's, uh, it's interesting. You shop for, if you like the Lakers, you could find a six and a half. If you like the Suns, you can find a seven. I'll just tell you seven. What do you got? You know, I, I like the Lakers here. I really do. I, I, I think this Chris Paul injury is, is problematic for them. They can't really, you know, would you watch the defense that they played on Booker the other night and, and how uh, how they attacked and were able to, to really challenge Phoenix on every damn shot? Uh, and that was on their home court. I think the Lakers will carry over on that. I think they're going to be hard to beat. I really do. I just thought this was a bad matchup for the Suns. You know, and I think even though the Suns were the second seed and they had a chance to be the first seed had Utah lost in Sacramento, I really like them. I mean, you know, I know that Phoenix has had a great season, but unless he's 100% healthy, Chris Paul, I don't think that's the same. They're not the same team. And so, you know, I think that I'm going to go with the Lakers here. I know it's a lot of, a lot of it's a seven and a half, it's a heavy number. But, you know, with Schroeder back, you know, LeBron seemingly to be healthy and Anthony Davis, uh, and I don't think Anthony Davis has played his best yet. Yeah, straight up, the Lakers are 5-0 and their last five at home, and they've beaten the Suns in six of their last seven at home at the Staples Center. So that bodes well for Laker backers, uh, straight up at least. Let's go Denver at Portland. Uh, this game, this series ret- goes back to Portland for the first time, I should say. And um, lane four right now with the Trailblazers. 
You know, I mean, look, the Trailblazers, they were they played really well in game one, and they, they gave it everything they have. But like we all know in these type situations, the seven-game series are about adjustments to the adjustments, right? So they came out, Portland showed really well, and then the second game, the Nuggets had complete control. Now they come back, and now they're going to make another adjustment. And, you know, as each game goes on, I think the Nuggets feel the loss of Jamal Murray's absence more in the playoffs than they're going to do any time in the regular season. I think that's going to be the problem, you know. And so I like Portland at home tonight. I would take the points. Do I think Denver could win? Yeah, I do, but I like Portland here tonight. Three good games. I'm into all of them, you know. I'm, I'm interested to see. I, I like them all. You yeah, know what? I agree. I mean, I think it's, you know, look, the, the one thing we know for sure is we're going to get good games, you know. Sure. We're going to get good games. And so, you know, Portland's what? Portland's a, a four-point. It went the other way. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I lean to – I think Portland wins. I would take them on the money line. I, I think four, I could see why that line shifted down. Josh will be all over all over Denver in this game. He'll oh. be all over Denver in this game. And I, I'm not sure I could blame him because I think it'll be a, it'll be a two-point, one-point game. I like Portland, but I think it's going to be a really close oh, game. Oh, yeah, he's going to be on the Nuggets. He might be smoking weed in the next segment just to typify how much he loves yeah. the Nuggets. Uh, we're oh. coming back. No, I'm just playing. Don't get him in trouble. We're Don't get him in trouble. Don't get him in trouble. We're having fun. And by the way, he's engaged. When we come back, we'll congratulate him. He is Michael, he is Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. Josh Applebaum joins us next here on the Lombardi Line. season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cash and tickets every day. Our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game at VEASAN.com slash baseball. And our daily members only best bet emails. Now is the time to start your free trial. Take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. I just saw this, by the way, as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. So it's nice to have the fans back in the stands. Before we welcome in Josh, Michael, I wanted just to bring this up. Uh, there in Philly, somebody's dumping popcorn on Russell Westbrook. Do you see the story from the Knicks? The Knicks investigated a matter and... They determined that the person, I guess somebody spit on Trey Young yesterday in the game, which is just um, abhorrent. Um, it, it wasn't yeah. a, it wasn't a season ticket holder, uh, but they've com they've eliminated the person from uh, the games moving forward. But those are two, you know, people getting a little bit over eager getting back into the games there. You know, it's just a, it's a little bit of a carryover from social media, the hostility that you get from people on social media when you just write something and they come and attack you because they can hide behind this wall and they don't have to show their faces, Mike Tyson often says, you know. And, and I think that carries over in the game. Like, you, your ticket doesn't give you a right to be a jerk. You know, your ticket doesn't give you a right to be inhumane and to be treat people disrespectfully. I mean, you can root for your team and be passionate about your team all you want. Want, but behave in a manner uh, uh, that that goes with the game, and and show some class. You know, to me, that's really what it is. It's about showing class. And you know, this is just a to me horrible throwing popcorn. I mean, like seriously, how old are you? I mean, Dominic wouldn't throw popcorn on somebody. 
Like, really, how old are you throwing popcorn? What, what, did, what, what do you get out of that? Like, That's really, oh, I threw popcorn on Wessel Westbrook. Like, seriously, what do you get out of that? Like, what's the end result? Like, you really made yourself feel like a man because you did that? Yeah, I threw, West, I threw popcorn on him. Like, really? I mean, Dominic's going to be four in another couple of weeks. Like, he wouldn't do it. I know what you get. You get you know, less I mean, popcorn. My man, you just uh, threw it. I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my man Dino, he's he's not even two, and he wouldn't do it. You know, he'd try to steal the ball from him, but he wouldn't do it. Come on. And you would think that everybody's learned ever since they're all like, come on up here. What are you going to do about it? Well, then Ron Artest went up there. So you would think that eventually, yeah, exactly. you know, I mean, listen, uh, this is, again, like you said, the keyboard gangsters. I mean, because, you know, that, that's what happens on Twitter is like, you know, I can, I'm going to act like a jerk. You know, I wrote, I wrote a, a Tim Tebow column, and, of course, people just attack you for it. Like, you don't know what you're, you know, like, that's fine. You, you have every right to do that, you know. But you know, when, he, when he crossed over the professional line, then it's not really you don't have a right to do that you know criticism be critical that's fine I'm critical of things every day that's what I get paid to do but you don't have to be you don't have to do it without class or recognize the, the, the effort into it you got it now a gentleman that is always class it is uh, Josh Applebaum yeah. Market Insights is the podcast you can find the he's laughing you can find the podcast over at vcin.com slash podcast uh, classy Josh Applebaum. Nice to see you again. He was sitting right here the last time we saw him, Michael, and now he's back in New England, but he's back in I heard age. you two finally met. Yeah, we met. <laughs> I heard you great met. to meet yeah. Josh Applebaum. I got him, I got him engaged to his uh, lovely fiance, Elise. <laughs> he wasn't going to do it, but I talked him into it. It's a whole thing, right, Josh? Exactly. Uh, Patrick, Michael, great to have you. I, first off, uh, Michael, we missed you. It's so great to have you back. Uh, how was your vacation? We got so much stuff. To, I'm engaged now. We got sharp laser. I mean, I know. It's, it's craziness. It's a, lot, a lot changes over a You week. know, it's like... Uh, you know what happened when Paul, you never see the movie Nobody Fool and Nobody's Fool with Paul Newman and he goes to jail for one night and the whole town, you know, Haiti dies, you know, the guy gets thrown out of town, he wins the lottery, you know. So, yeah, so I felt like go for a vacation. Everything changes. Uh, congratulations, Josh. I, I'm really excited for you and Elise. That's awesome. I'm really excited that you were able to go out there and, and experience the South Point, experience Vegas and do all that. So that's great. Maybe they'll invite me out there one day. You never know. I might come out. <laughs> Thank you, if, if it gets hey. any if it gets any hotter in the I could tell you this if it gets any hotter in this office I'm coming out because I don't know how much more I could take without air conditioning here but anyway that's well, another story open invite Josh how are you feeling as a, as an engaged man you feeling good I'm feeling good. And, and Michael, I really appreciate those kind words. And Patrick was my hype man because Patrick gave me a lot of advice, you know, where to go, Thank where you. to do it. Uh, again, some some of my original plans, people, I guess, apparently you got to make reservations months in advance at certain places. So uh, not everything went according to plan. But the biggest thing she said, yes, I'm very happy. And Michael, don't you worry. Uh, we got a lot of steam. You're, 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 you're low on steam right now. We're going to bring Good. it back up to speed. Well, I know. What's the, what's the steam? Please, what's going on? With, what's it? Fill us in. What's oh, going on I want to start off. I, uh -oh. I, there's steam on the Celtics, isn't there? There's steam on that Celtics. I could see you all over that line. Uh, I know well, it's two <laughs> nights away, but uh, it's a night away. I could see you on that line. Well, we got so much steam. Let me start with kind of a different kind of steam. This is Will Hill steam today, guys, because hopefully next segment, let's just go through all these three games today. Yep. But here's a big thing with legalized betting, guys. And our, I know our guy, Will Hill, he's ecstatic today because we just found this out yesterday. The state of Connecticut, Michael, first off, how far are you from Foxwoods and, uh, and Mohegan Sun? Because Connecticut is about to legalize sports betting. You saw yesterday the Senate passed the bill 28 to 6. The House previously overwhelmingly 122 to 121. 
So the Connecticut State Legalization Sports Betting Bill now goes to Ned Lamont's desk. He's expected to sign it next week. This is big. It's going to have retail betting. It'll have mobile betting. You have the big two casinos there in Connecticut. And Connecticut's not the biggest state, guys. We know, you know, it's about 3.5 million people, but it's the sixth wealthiest state in the country. It's right next to New York City. This is a huge thing. And hopefully by week one of the NFL will be up and running. But uh, Michael, we might, if we don't get to Vegas soon enough, Patrick, you and me, we're going to Mohegan Sun and Foxwood soon. Yeah, there you go. I mean, there's always good. But we're right here by the Bagada. I mean, we don't have to go all the way up there. We can do it right here. That's the one good thing. I saw Ben Fox put on his Twitter account that Jersey's like, we're 100 million more than most states in terms of gambling here. And I don't know if that's going to change with Connecticut coming back in now. But I think before too long, it just makes too much sense for these states, especially states that are trying to come out from under COVID, you know, and try to pay off some of the deficits that have happened due to, you know, this is the perfect opportunity to do it. It's it's a way where you can legally tax people for what they're doing and they're enjoying doing it. 100 million handle? That sounds like Will Hill on a weekend, right, Josh? I mean, he, he goes hard. He's going real hard. And I would say, Michael, just so you know, when we were out there, uh, Patrick and I, we went to a bar. It was an awesome time. This guy is the greatest host you're ever going to find. But when, so Michael, when when you get out there and when we get the invite and we all get together, like I'm happy the three of us, three uh, three best friends back together again. But just say, when you get out there, Patrick, Patrick Maher, I guarantee you he'll show you a good time. All right. Thank you, Josh. Did, it, did, you go to, did you go to stadium swim? Did you go to stadium swim, Josh? No. Did you go down there? I didn't get, I didn't get out there. Josh went there. Got a tour. What the Bruins were three and zero when I was out there, Michael. But it wasn't 100 degrees. It was like kind of windy, a little bit less. But hey, it was still a great time. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's the, what you're, you you left, and now it's 90 plus, 100 plus every single day. When we come back, we'll get into those three games on the wood today. Look at Josh is in a good mood today. Things are going well in the Applebaum house. We come back with hockey as well here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. can join the sports betting excitement with BetMGM. You can win $100 for a $1 wager. New customers, bet a dollar, win 100 Lakers or Suns hit a three-pointer tonight. You can sign up using the bonus code VSIN100. Visit BetMGM or download the BetMGM app. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Tennessee, call or text redline 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. We welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line. Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. Josh Applebaum joins us now, Market Insights. We, get, we got a lean from Michael on all three. Before we get your plays tonight, Josh, a little market update on the NBA games tonight. Yeah, so a couple updates here. Uh, let's just start with the first one with the Bucks. They're up 2-0. They're going back to uh, Miami here. And I think the key, Michael, one thing that a lot of wise guys really like is when you're down 0-2 when you go back home, you take the really desperate team, but only on the first quarter in the first half line. So uh, this spot right here, Miami would match this kind of desperation system. Uh, they're around minus 1.5 for the first half. Uh, they're like minus a half point for the first quarter. But in terms of the game number here, you know, it opened at kind of a pick or bucks minus one. It's now up to minus one and a half. What's intriguing to me is the Heat are favored first quarter, first half, but bucks are favored for the game. So uh, again, a little movement toward the bucks for the full game odds. Anytime it got to two, it did get that, you know, bought back down a little bit with the plus two, but you have seen playoff favorites do pretty well thus far. It started off with some dogs, but playoff favorites are now 12 and 10 ATS. Also short favorites, five or less. They're eight and four ATS, 67%. Um, but also, Michael, some under money, surprisingly. Maybe maybe not, but 227 down to 224 and a half. But what do you think, Michael? Would you rather take maybe uh, the Bucks on the full game odds? Do you think uh, Heat come out strong in the first quarter, first half? And what do you think of that total? Well, I, I mean, when the when the Heat have been in this situation at home as dogs, they're three four, they're three and four uh, against the spread. So that's concerning. They haven't been a great home team. You know, but I do think they are a team of toughness. I do think they are a team of their ability to kind of nail down and try to fight a way to get through it. Uh, 
And I, and I believe that they'll be able to – look, the, the second game got away from them. They're 28 down at halftime. I mean, it just got away. I think you have to throw that one out and come back to the first game when they were right in that game down to the end. So I'm going to take the Heat here. I feel good about it. I think the Heat will play their best game of the series. You know, I don't think Milwaukee's the toughest team in the league. And I think it's good to beat a team three times in a row. It requires great mental toughness. I'm not sure Milwaukee has that. And if they prove to me they do after they win tonight, great. But I'm going to take the heat. Josh, next one up. Next one up here, uh, big one, Suns and Lakers. So uh, this is interesting for a couple of different reasons. Let's start with the spread. So series is tied 1-1, game three, going back to L.A. Um, what's intriguing to me is that this is kind of a high number, and the public is saying, give me the points in this one. It makes sense. The first two lines for the two games, it was a, pretty much a two and a two and a half. Now you get a seven. So this thing is much higher right now. But what I'm seeing, guys, is actually some – contrarian favorite money on the Lakers if you want to sweat the Lakers because you have about two-thirds of bets taking the Suns and the points here but this game actually opened Lakers minus six and a half and once that opener was out there a lot of respected money laid the minus six and a half push it up to seven so it's kind of going back and forth you can it's some some books are back down to six and a half at this point but I think the big question Michael is Chris Paul if Chris Paul is still going to have this this uh, shoulder injury if he's not going to play down the stretch I think it's a big big um, you know, uh, detriment there to the Suns, but also Michael. You know who's ref in this game? And Patrick, our buddy, <laughs> Your boy. our buddy Scott Foster, yes. my boy. So he sent a, a quick oh. text to the Lombardi line before he he sent a text to Donahue for tonight. But I would say he's a great <laughs> over ref. And also, guys, this thing opened two ten. The total's now up to two eleven and a half. You've seen these overs do well on the rise in the playoffs so far. So, Michael, what do you think? Would you be inclined to lay the points here? What do you think of the total? And what's your take on how big the injury to Chris Paul is? I think that's the whole reason this line shifted. I mean, obviously, it's, you know, the game, both games came down to the last four minutes of the game, right? You know, and Phoenix won the first one, and, you know, the Lakers won the second one, even though they were 10 for 33 from the arc. I mean, they didn't shoot particularly well in that game from the three-point line, but they found a way to muscle the win. So, you know, for me, I do, I like the Lakers here. I think this line shifting up to because of the the Chris Paul. This should be a three-point, two-and-a-half, three. I mean, the home court's not going to mean that much to shift this line I just think the Lakers the way they played lockdown defense and you know I think that's why I like I like it I like it to go under I like as it goes up I'm going to play the under because I do think the Lakers for the Lakers to win they have to play their pit they're not a great shooting team and they don't always put the ball in the basket when they need to but their defense has bailed them out numerous times this season I think this will trend will continue I like the under here Josh Josh thoughts on that under yeah, it's intriguing because on the one hand, you've had some of these lower scoring games here. And if you took the over in the last game, you needed a bunch of free throws. I mean, Booker got fouled shooting a three twice. He made all six free throws. Uh, you also had uh, Anthony Davis hitting, hitting three uh, you know, free throws at the end there to send that thing over. My big thing is that even though, you know, it opened 210, it did rise a little bit. And one system that uh, I like so far this year is, you know, playoff overs that rise at least a point. They're six and three, 67 percent. So, Michael, I agree with you. Maybe the pace is a little bit slower here. You're going to probably sweat this one right to the bitter end. You may need some, you know, some some free throws there late. Uh, but the fact that it's rising, we got Scott Foster as a big over F. I'll take a shot on that over. And then how about the last one in Portland? Four? Big. Four-ish? <laughs> is that where you're sitting, hosting Denver? 
exactly, Patrick. I think it's going to be a, a – this one is interesting because the public doesn't really know where to go with this one because obviously you're getting the Blazers back at home, uh, but yet you're getting nuggets with the points. What do you do in this situation? Series is tied 1-1. Uh, also, if you're looking at the, uh, the series price here, guys, Blazers are a minus-175 favorite. Denver a plus-145 dog here to come back. But what I'm seeing here, guys, is if you read between the between the lines, so number one, you can say it opened four, it hasn't moved off of four. Tickets are pretty much split. Odds makers probably set the perfect number here. But if you really dig deep into kind of the, the metamorphosis of this line, it seems to me all liability is on the Nuggets side because a lot of these books at four, some got down to three and a half. A lot of fours plus fours are juiced up on the Nuggets side uh, to plus four. So I'm thinking this thing is, is looking toward if it's going to go one way or the other, it's going to go down to three and a half, not up to four and a half. So I'd lean a little bit here on the Nuggets plus the points. And then also, Michael, this under is really intriguing because both games flew over. You had 137, 132, yet this one is actually dropping a little bit, open around 228, down to 227. But what do you think, Michael? Would you grab the points with the Nugs and any take on that total there? I, I think the one of the Nuggets five and one in their last six games on the under following a contest where they've the last time that I read this right, so I want to say it, the last time the Nuggets have scored 125 more in a game, the next game they're five and one on the under. They don't shoot as well. So what, the, what it's telling you is they can't sustain the percentages. I like the under here more than anything because I think it, it, it's it's really good. And I think it, even if it goes down slightly, I still like it. I, you know, Dame's such a great player, it's hard to go against them. I like the Denver. I'll take the points with Denver and get three and a half. I think Portland wins the game. I think it'll be come down to a bucket at the end. I'll take the four. If you like Denver, you can even get a better number. You'll get four there from Michael I'll, Lombardi. Um the two twenty. I like the unders here. I do. I, I, I definitely think the under in game one because when it's when it's a, when it's really the game, right? The series comes down to the game three, right? It, when you go up to love, the series comes down to game three, and there always seems to be a sense that the referees know who the better team is, and they call a tight game. Now, I, I, Scott Foster is the exception. I get that. But the reality of it is is you get a tightly called game, you know, and all of a sudden that under every basket, every possession becomes so important, you know. And I, and I think unless you're playing a team with no defense, and that's not Milwaukee, even though they're not a great, as great as they've been, and certainly Miami, but I just think to me every possession matters and they'll call a tight game. Josh, anything as far as the ice or the diamonds? You know, Mr. Baseball's back as well. You got anything on the? I, I know. I mean, I got it. I got. I brought my glove to get. I brought my glove in today too. I, I you know, shoot, I had my glove here. I was catch. Like, we playing two today, Patrick? Yeah, we're gonna play two. We may huh? play. We may play more than that. You got to you know, wear that I mean, glove in. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I got, you know, I'll, I'll bring that. I, actually, I, I got to clean out the garage. I'm going to bring my catcher's <laughs> mitt in here. I'd be the perfect place to have it. I think that's perfect. Oh, I, I love it, Michael. I heard you had it's a great vacation. It's shocking that I was but, a catcher. But you but you missed baseball. So this is it. You were on the, on the beach, but you had your ear plugged in with your transistor radio, you know, going old school there. But a um, couple of games, Michael, I'll throw a couple at you. Uh, number one, this line stinks. It looks disgusting. It looks terrible. But. Arizona Diamondbacks here. They've lost a ton of games in a row. They're now at home uh, against the St. Louis Cardinals. Everybody's betting the Cardinals here, but guys, this is a big move toward Arizona. You've seen Arizona. A lot of books open like plus 112 dog at home. You're now flipped all the way to Arizona around a minus 110 favorite. So that one looks nasty. It's like, how do you not take uh, a better team with St. Louis there? But some money coming in on the D-backs there, Michael. 
Well, I mean, I, I didn't study this one as much. The t- game that I was on today, Josh, is, you know me, I like pick one game out. I like the yep. White Sox. Baltimore's determined to see what they have in Bruce Zimmerman tonight. You know, and I'm not sure he's very good at all, you know. And so I think if you take if you take the White Sox against Zimmerman, you know, the White Sox are 10-3 and three against lefties for the season. I don't think Zimmerman's going to slow them down. I like the White Sox. Right there with you, Michael. Yeah, 10-3 and three this year against lefties. Sound the alarm, White Sox against the lefty day. They also were 14-0 against lefties last year. So I'm with you, Michael. Big move. Hopefully they light up Zimmerman if you're sweating the Sox. Mike, uh, anything on the ice? I'll just try to stay on top of it, Patrick. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, ice, trust I told me. you. I gave you my ice pick. I gave you, you my like ice Toronto. pick. I told you I like Toronto Maple Leafs. You laughed yep. at me. No, you I didn't at me. laugh. Yeah, right, okay, no, fine. I did not. Yes, I did not. You, you I, I Vinny, agree with you steam, on them. I agree. Steam, <laughs> there's steam coming in on the Canadians. I didn't know this. I, you know, I didn't know steam was coming. Are you going the other <laughs> yeah. way? Are you going Canadians, Josh? I didn't have a no, play of course on the money line. Oh, he is, yeah. But, Michael, I like the under in that game. These t- these games have played a lot of low-scoring games, a lot of two-to-one games, five-and-a-half I love the under, play. Josh. Yeah. I love it. I low, love the under. I'm right there one. with you on the under. Well, I'm on the under say... with you on that one. There's no doubt. <laughs> and also keep an eye on Nashville. A live dog tonight, backs against the wall, little line movement, like plus 135, down around plus 125. It's nice to have Mr. Baseball and Mr. Hockey back all in one. That is. <laughs> I'm bringing my glove in tomorrow, Patrick. I'm going to get ready to go. I got my old catcher's mitt ready. I'm ready. Let's play two, Patrick. Why not, huh? <laughs> all right. Great to have you back, Michael. Enjoy your day. M. Lombardi NFL. Josh underscore insights. That's Josh Applebaum. Boys, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great Thursday. Coming up next, the nuts right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
Chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.